Back to the betrayed i'm gina beck this is drew williams thank you for listening liking commenting and subscribing i appreciate y'all especially the reviews on apple Podcasts. it really means a lot yeah thank you guys for the continued engagement the continued support the messages all those things thank you guys we truly appreciate you and if you have a story and you want it to be told be sure to reach out to our socials the links are in the description below and we'll talk about it absolutely how are you drew i'm good g how are you I'm doing good. Um, just kind of want to jump into this podcast. Uh, take it away. All right. So I'm sure we're, we're just going to follow up because it seems to be something that everyone wants to talk about. And it at least, I don't know, it all follows through with our subject matter all the time. I'm sure you guys all heard about the son of a judge that was shot in the heart uh, on the 20th. And I'm going to read basically what was one of the better articles I found that really talked about everything because it's already getting wrapped up with a lot of conspiracy theory. So, a gunman posing as a FedEx driver shot and killed the 20-year-old son of a federal judge in North Brunswick, New Jersey, on Sunday and badly wounded her husband. The judge in question is Esther Salas. Earlier this week, she was assigned to overseas oversee a lawsuit brought by investigators against Deutsche Bank over its involvement, handling, and financial matters related to sexual predator Jeffrey Epstein. The man believed to be responsible for the shooting is Roy Din Holander, a men's rights activist and self-described anti-feminist lawyer. He shot and killed himself after allegedly killing Daniel Adderall and Mark Adderall. While the targeting of the federal judge and her family is shocking, Din Holander's violence shouldn't be surprising. This is, after all, a man who called the Violence Against Women's Act a female fraud act, only to then allegedly commit violence against a woman's family. He routinely, ah, can't even say that today. He routine, routinely sued what he believed to be a profound sexist injustice. For example, women getting free admission to bars on, at ladies' night which he considered a significant transfer of wealth from males to females. I can't even not laugh at that because it's just so crazy. Din Hollander also made clear that he didn't just oppose unequal treatment, but he resented women generally and women positioned in power specifically. In a paper he published on his own website, the first line of content section reads, kill all fem Nazis, save a child. He's referred to his misogynistic crusade as a jihad and said, there is a state of war between men and feminazis, total war. He had just lost a case um, over men's rights or men's draft. Only the only, only men can be drafted. It was a case. It was then handed off to the same firm that was investigating the accusers of Harvey Weinstein. But I personally, after digging through all this, I don't believe he targeted her over Epstein. I think it was he resented her because he lost a bunch of cases. And he's just a crazy men activist. Like, he's like the far-right version of a victim card. Like, he's he's a coward. And uh, I, I, I know there's a lot of things in there. 
I just want to say, so he hates women, it sounds like, right? No, that's what I'm trying to get across, is everyone wants to spin all this Epstein stuff, and it is. Like, that she did handle the case that uh, Deutsche Bank, they, like, settled for, like, $150 million for wrongful mm-hmm. dealings for, like, I think it was, what is it, despite knowing Mr. Epstein's tr- uh, terrible criminal history, the bank inexcusably failed to detect or prevent millions of dollars of sus- suspicious transactions. Sorry, I can't talk today, people. <laughs> It happens. But yeah, I I just I see the community everywhere, and they they really it, it does seem like they're trying to send a message from the Epstein side or something like that. But I really think this guy really just hated women, and he's a psychopath. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like he just has something against us. Sheesh. Yeah, well, he's gone now, so trash took itself out. Right. Right. In Egypt, I know this doesn't have to do with the U.S., but, like, recently uh, there was an article that had to do with Australia and talking about how they're going to handle predators there. Well, Egypt, they have really strict, you know, laws there, and they, they people don't really go to jail for being a predator in Egypt. Not, not until now. A lot of the women in Egypt are getting more of a voice. You know, due to social media and due to TikTok and stuff like that. Well, Egypt has seen a strong, you know, a, a strong occurrence of the Me Too movement with, um, you know, dozens and hundreds of women made shocking claims of sexual abuse and assault by a member of the country's wealthy elite. They came out with a campaign, even. They got a bunch of people together, they protested, and now, Bassam Zaki, he's 22 years old. Uh, he's a former student of some of Egypt's most elite schools and universities. They have ranged from claims that he took part in a rape at the gym hall of a gated residential community to screen grabs showing salacious messages and blackmail of women. Some incidents involved girls as young as 14, and police on July 4th arrested him who, according to prosecutors, have confessed to assaulting at least six girls, including one aged under 18, and to blackmailing the victims. It's, it's just great to hear that there's something coming of it, even if he doesn't get a lot of time. Like, it's progress, I think, for a country like that. I was just going to say, that's a, for, for considering how what women's rights are in a lot of countries like that, that that's a step forward and... Hopefully, you know, there'll be more outcries for more punishment and things like that later on. Right. Exactly. There's an Instagram activist set and he had mentioned that his goal is if we're not forced to shut down the account for any reason, you know, of, of these sexual predators to turn assault police into a plot like they want to turn the platform that they use for women to share their stories. So there's even men that are saying if the police are not going to do their job, then we're going to help the best we can. And some of them think the best that they can help is by giving the women or men a voice on their platforms, which I think is really cool, too, and really sweet of them to do in those rural areas. Yeah, I mean, that's, that probably actually takes some bravery because a lot of those things, they can have a lot of backlash and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So 
There's a picture floating around, I know you've seen it, of a man kneeling on a baby. And we generally try to avoid political discussions on this show because it's so divisive and we, we try and unite people on this subject. But it was captioned with BLM now motherfuckers. The man has been arrested. This happened in Springfield, Ohio. I believe his name is, yes, it's Isaiah Jackson. He's 20 years old. The child in the picture, granted, I have not verified this through a bigger news source, but there's some local journalists claim that the child is the son of that man's girlfriend. There are screenshots from supposed conversations from both of them defending the picture, saying it's not that big of a deal. And I find the entire thing absolutely disgusting. I like I actually agree with the uh, the sentiment Black Lives Matter. I don't want to really get into it. Some people can be pissed off about that. I don't support the organization. That's a whole other discussion. But that picture is fucking disgusting. And I didn't think people would care at first, but before we recorded this, I see a lot more people on social media talking about it now that he's been arrested. I just wanted to kind of see, I didn't really get, I mean, you didn't talk that much about it. It was kind of just like a what the fuck type thing. I wanted to get your... Yeah, kinda... right. After you had mentioned it a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, I had, like, there had been more about it on my timeline right after we had talked. So... I got to see more and more about it and I just I think the same like it is a what the fuck moment and it is disgusting and what is like what are you trying to prove in that picture you know and I don't know you shouldn't any platform whether it's big or small family friends or strangers that is not a way to represent BLM I think especially with a child. I mean, there, I, I've seen skits. I've seen people recreate what had happened with George Floyd and his murder on TikTok, but they were grown, you know, and they were pro BLM, which is what I think this picture is going for, right? But it's with a child. Like, in, did you see the child's face in the picture? Oh, yeah, the child looks absolutely scared. And when you find out that it's, you know... Someone... He doesn't know what's going on. Well, you, yeah, he you doesn't find know out that it's someone, someone he looks up to. He has no idea. Because the article link yeah. in the description, there's a, there's a quote supposedly from the mother that says that she lets her boyfriend play dad on the weekends. And that's how the children look up to him. And I just... Well, how are you supposed to explain to a kid, you know, when the kid says, why are we doing this? And you're like, it's for BLM. And they're like, Okay, so putting your knee on my neck is for BLM. And what if he tries to go and play around with his friends and do that? Because he had, he had just done that at home. You know? Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think of it that way at all. But that, I mean, there's just so many things wrong with the entire thing. And like I said, I don't mean to bring politics into it, but that picture is really sick, whether it was hashtagged with that or not. But now it's it's stained with that and... I, it's good to see people. It's good to actually see that the guy was arrested. Uh, a lot of articles say that the child has gone through some type of exam at a hospital and there were no actual injuries. So, the, the, those are good things. I'm glad. 
I, I didn't have a lot of hope for people when I first saw that, but it seems like people are, they're pretty grossed out by it too. So. Right. It's shocking. It's very shocking. And I don't think it's a, going to help anything. It's just, it just might lead a kid to do that. I feel like in their own kid. Yeah. And that, but not like even a... think that it's bad. It's just because they did it at home. Not even because they, you know, they just didn't get communicate like there's no good communication i feel like <laughs> you can tell in the picture they don't communicate well with each other obviously and i just don't understand how a child can comprehend that what they're doing is for a good cause like i don't know understand well i just want to know the conversation they had before they took the picture you know what does the kid think i i mean that's you why know? i love running these things off of you because you always give a different perspective on things and i didn't even think about like the invitation like of them going to the schoolyard and doing that type of thing. Cause that could actually, I mean, they physically probably could hurt one another too, if they did that completely wrong. So. Right. Not even meaning to. Yeah. I just, you know, fuck that guy. I hope you get some type of punishment. I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I hope you get something. And us talking about it might not seem like it's might seem like, Oh, you know, you might be more favorable even to his side because you don't see the picture. So I, I advise you, you should definitely, if you're listening, go to the description. We'll make sure it's like the top one and check out that article just so you get more context and you can just uh, have an opinion for yourself because it might sound a little confusing just based off how we're talking about it. But I just want to lead into this, a Tampa man who spent 12 years in prison for molesting two young girls in a community pool does not have to register as a sexual offender until he pays a $10,000 fine. Two Florida courts have ruled. A judge in Hillsborough court had a panel of three judges in Florida's second district in April, and he has not been released from the sanctions since 2004 and he does not fit the definition of a sexual offender until the fine is paid according to court records james was released from prison in 2016 and is listed as a transient in tampa records show but he has not paid the ten thousand dollar fine james who represents himself in court said prosecutors have misused or when the interpreting sexual offender laws, James' victories in two courtrooms could force lawmakers to rewrite a state statute to fix that. I, it, uh, it just doesn't. It's just I, like I, a big loophole. It's a I, massive loophole. Okay, so in the Florida I, law, I'm trying to break is. this down just really simply. So basically, if the state doesn't get his their money, they're not going to put this guy on a registered sex list. That's basically like, I know it's yes. a very broad generalization, but that is, that is nuts. So yeah, it's a massive loophole in the Florida law. They say this would shake up laws across Florida. Warren said it's a very rigid interpretation of the statute. Last week, Florida attorney general, Ashley Moody asked the 16 judges in Florida's second district court of appeal to rehear the case and the ruling raises a question of great public importance for victims of sexual assault. Moody said in a motion for a hearing, the outcome could have significant partial implications for thousands and perhaps tens of thousands of sexual offenders in Florida. 
The case has drawn statewide attention from law enforcement and prosecutor groups to others representing victims' rights in recent weeks. Among others, the Florida Council Against Sexual Violence, Lawrence Kids, and the Florida's Prosecuting Attorneys Association have asked the court for time to file briefs just to, to support Moody's position that James should be required to register as a sexual offender. From a community standpoint, this means you're going to have a whole bunch of sex offenders not registering. And it's just going to be a public safety issue. And I guess on a telephone call on Monday, James declined to discuss the case with Tampa Bay Times. He doesn't want to talk about it. But he was arrested after he was charged with molesting two girls, an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old at a community pool. Uh, James had a reputation as someone who hung around children, brought toys to the pool, and invited the girls to play with him. Both girls testified that James put his hand in their bathing suits and molested them. Court records show that as well. And a jury convicted James of sexual offenses based on the heinous and outrageous nature of the crimes. The judge imposed the maximum prison term and fine records show he was released from prison. 2016 and moved to Tampa. He later refused to register as a sexual offender. <laughs> he doesn't even have to because he didn't pay the fine. Just a mess. Weird. I'm sorry to laugh, but it just that is how can the lawmakers and people there not be <laughs> screaming to have things that just seems so backwards and dangerous and I mean not that where I live has great politics either, but it just, that is nuts. Florida, you're a mirror image of Cali. You need to get it together too. We're fucking shit up, doing things wrong. I guess the judges said they are mindful of prosecutors' fears that a defendant could take advantage of this. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> By simply failing to ever pay a fine in order to delay having to comply with the reporting requirements. But this is an issue for the legislature to address and not the courts, they said. Warren said the loophole in Florida law needs to be fixed in the next legislative session. He said he expects the case to end up at the Florida Supreme Court. He said he also expects other defendants to use the rulings to skirt registration requirements after getting out of prison. He said they will just aggressively fight this situation and try to change things and I think the best that we can do is be aware of this of this I mean I I had to search Google to find this article you know I have not seen this on my timeline I don't see the news talking about this and they won't they're not going to so if you're listening to this you know point in the podcast I hope that you understand that that is something that happens probably not only in Florida but if we looked into laws everywhere we could find it in Probably over five places, I'd assume. Especially if it's happening in one place, it's definitely happening somewhere else. So we just should, we just need to be aware. And like, I love the momentum that the movement has created and people are talking about this more and more like we've said before. So hopefully that will allow us to make changes in a, in a bigger way, more, more of an impact. But we have to vote. We have to... We have to protest. I mean, if you're going to protest anything, let's protest stuff about this, yeah, right? Start, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I protest. I mean, you got to start writing your local state senators, your 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 national congressmen, all those type of things. I mean, it's it's we, we got to demand change. And like you always say, it's like hashtag for more, 
more punishment for predators than it's <laughs> you got guys that just refuse to pay fines and they don't have to register. That's <laughs> I don't I don't get it. We live in backwards land right now. Right, exactly backwards land, exactly. And speaking of predators, just one more thing that I wanted to bring up is you know we don't even know where this man is all right i'm gonna talk about this video we don't know where this man is we don't know anything about him and why why don't we know anything about him why isn't this more of a bigger deal why isn't this headline news even the clip in its own is awareness social media will take this clip down though they'd rather hide things like this whether it's uh vulgar you know, despite the vulgar, are they just covering up predator things in general? Like, who knows? But I'm going to try to play it. We're going to play this back later and make sure that it works. So hopefully it does. But listen to this clipping of a father talking to a six-year-old daughter. Yeah, that's got both of us. So you're going to uh, continue with touching me, is that correct? Mm-hmm. To me, being sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I like it. You like it. And because it feels good? Because it feels good. And it feels good, like, it feels good to you. It does feel good to me, although I become much more uncomfortable with the idea of doing it since you are six and I'm also your dad, and I'm going to have more people aware of this conversation, people, specific people who are able to handle this, because I want them to know that you're wanting to do it with me, and uh, I've talked with two of Now that is the full clipping that I have. I don't know where the rest of the video is. We've done research on trying to find it and we can't find anything else on it. And when we try to look up stuff on the video, it it brings us, you know, into a wild territory on the internet that we don't even want to see because we don't know how to title it to even look up this. It's just weird. So we don't know much about this situation, but what we do know is did did you hear her say because it feels good and then she says well it feels good for you like she just she wanted like even in a six-year-old mind she wanted to make it clear that it feels good for you that's why i do it you know it doesn't feel she doesn't talk about herself she's talking about for him you know that's um part of grooming where he has made her feel like she's got to please him i feel like you know which is disgusting and that clip Um, got taken down from where it was shared. I had to message them and get them to send it to me. Um, Otherwise, I wouldn't have it. And because Instagram took it down. So I don't know where I could put it. Um, I don't know where I could show you guys. Maybe we could put it in the Jaeger Bombs group. Yeah, we could put it in the Jaeger Bombs group. And we could link it below. Yeah, and we could link it below. That way nobody gets in the (laughs) face. what Facebook jail or in trouble on social media or whatever. I don't know, whatever, but it's the best place for it to stay and not get taken down and we lead you somewhere and it be down, I guess. Right. So we'll post it and we'll link it in the description below so you guys can watch it for yourself. But it's just, 
It's good to know those things, I think. It, like, just, I've listened to it a few times and watched it, and every time I hear it, as soon as she talks, I, I start to tear up, and then I instantly just go to disgust and anger as soon as he starts replying back. It's just so many, like, emotions, and it's such a short clip, and it's just the true... I mean, it's just a monster in its works. It's just a capture of a monster working right there. It's just so disgusting. And it's crazy that it keeps getting pulled down. Yeah, when it was posted, I was checking out the comments. And there was a lot of things that people were saying in the comments, like they knew the story. I don't want to say because I don't know if those things are true or not. I didn't have time to go back and look through those comments and ask questions because it got taken down so fast. If you guys know anything more on this situation, maybe you guys have seen this video on a documentary somewhere with more context, or maybe you guys have seen the video somewhere with more context, let us know for sure. We'd like to know if he's in trouble, if he's in prison, if he has passed away, you know, we'd like to know just- If the, the girl's okay, if she's safe. I mean, there's a it, lot of questions. Yeah, that too. And how old is she now, you know? Like, is it how recent is this video? Yeah, it's hard to show. It looks like it was filmed, like it's older footage, but still. Yeah, it's disturbing. But yeah, if anyone has anything, please link us. I, 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 not that I love it, but I, I do like to dig and figure out where things come from. And not to say that you can't tell the context on that. It's, it's so in your face what it is. But like we've, we've hit a little bit of wall finding stuff. So if you can link us, I'm, I'm willing to check stuff out. That's all the articles I had. That's all I got. I think that's all the articles you had, right? Yeah. That's all you got. So yeah. thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. I appreciate y'all. I just, I, I just really wanted to say thank you. Like, just thank you so much. I know I say that a few times in the last recent podcast, but I just really mean it. Um, following all of our social media and commenting and tagging us and things. If there's anything that you feel like we should talk about, let us know in, on our socials. The links are in the description below. Banana cats. Love y'all. Banana cats. Much love. Peace.